Hey there, it's JG with Primetime Titans. Here's another episode. It's just JG and and Pettit on this one. Robert couldn't make it. But we actually had the beginning of the episode cut out um, with some technical difficulties for some reason. Uh, the beginning about maybe like five minutes or so, maybe two minutes was, was uh, cut short. So um, what we talked about there was we got the Titans... Uh, they they actually announced the NFL did they announced the compensatory picks for the draft and because of free agency last year with the players that we lost in free agency and then the players that we ended up gaining we got two compensatory picks um, that are they were one was in the fourth round one was in the sixth round um, we kind of we we touch on later in the episode which uh, draft picks the Titans do have. Um, we obviously will get into the draft a little bit later, but we just thought with the news coming out a little bit before uh, we started recording, we figured we'd start out with the compensatory picks news and do that to start it out. But obviously it was cut short, so uh, sorry for that. But um, anyways, we talk a little bit about the free agency uh, period for Monday, Tuesday, what's already happened, uh, and then um, kind of just a little bit of speculation before the new league year starts. Uh, hopefully there's no more um, releases, any departures. Uh, but yeah, we hope you enjoy uh, the episode. And uh, yep, here's Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since... All right, here we go. Primetime Titans. We are back at it. It's JG. It's Pettit. And Robert is not here uh, today. And because of that, we're kind of just going to uh, be a little, you know, it's just a casual recording, just a quick thing. Um, we're recording Tuesday night. Uh, in my opinion, I think the player we're going to miss the most, which I kind of thought it was a little out of left field that we cut him, Roger Saffold, our yeah. left guard. He is on the older side. I want to say he's about 35, 36, somewhere in that ballpark. But, man, that dude is tough, great Titan, worked his tail off. I mean, every Paul Adams, who was on the episode last year, basically came on and was like, that guy is a leader. He's not the most verbal guy or vocal guy. <laughs> Most vocal guy, <laughs> but he works his tail off and he shows it during practice. Yeah, so, yeah. So we we had to cut Roger Saffold. I believe we did that last week. Um, this morning it was announced we released Jack Rabbit Jenkins, which that was he was thirty three years old. He, we were paying him a little too much uh, for I, he the was he was yeah. exactly what we needed from him. I I thought it was a great. One year deal. He was he was a good mentor for the cornerbacks in the room, yep. and every now and then he'd get beat. Yep. Like there's definitely no uh, no denying that. But he had some big interceptions along the way. Forty ers comes to mind, stuff like that. Yeah, he, so, he kind of just did his role. He didn't really mess up. Didn't really play too well. But <clears throat> kind of what you would think on how old he was and helping out the team. I think he did a great job. I mean, yep. Here's another player. Won't miss you, him too much, though. You almost probably don't even. You may not even remember he was a Titans, or he was a Titan. Darrington Evans. He yeah. was released. 
I hate it for Darrington Evans because he just couldn't get he couldn't stay healthy. Yep. He's one of those guys that you felt like you saw flashes, but it just never worked out for some reason. Just yep. never worked out. He seems like a great guy though. Yeah. Great definitely. individual. And he actually was claimed by the Bears uh, off of waivers. Oh, wow. So the Bears dropped Tariq Cohen and, and oh, wow. added Darrington Evans. Yeah. Um let's see, another player. So I know David Quesenberry. Yes. We well, At, okay, but okay. we, we he did not get a tribute for leaving. We didn't technically okay. we are a little excited we didn't, about no, that. we didn't technically drop we didn't release him though. He's he's an unrestricted free agent now. We didn't extend a tender to him. So he <laughs> could didn't. potentially be back, but he's he's probably gone. He's probably gone. Yeah, and especially because we did sign a tackle. We'll get to that later. And he's um, not very good, so but yeah. he has a great story, but he's just not very good at football. Here's one that I'm I started to love down the stretch. I'm really sad about our boy Deontay Foreman. He uh, actually literally like 30 minutes ago, it was announced that he was agreeing with agreeing to terms with the Panthers. Yeah. Now one year, two million dollars. Surely the Titans maybe could have done that. Yeah, I think he could have gotten more somewhere else. It's hard to imagine that. I mean, dude, he was great for us. Yeah. And the thought of, I hate to say it, but Derrick Henry not having his best game in the playoffs, is there a hint of that in the future? You know, I don't want to – my mind doesn't want to go there, but also there was a small hint of it. So it's like Foreman was such a good backup. Why not keep him? I know. It's – yeah, I – it's hard because obviously Derrick Henry is our guy and we're still paying him. Um, and, you know, we drafted a Darrington Evans in the draft. That didn't work out. So it's almost like we felt like we found that, you know, we found that backup running back that was really going to work out for us. And it just, just, we, got, we had to let him go. So he's going to the Panthers with, with a Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, the, so, we'll probably get hurt a bunch, and yeah. Foreman will play a bunch, which means he should get more than $2 million. I, I think he could have gotten a lot more. And it might have been one of those things where, you know, the, the Titans were trying to get him back at a certain number that was going to, you know, that was going to work for them, and we just couldn't do $2 million. And Deontay Foreman saw it as, I can go there. Maybe, maybe you saw McCaffrey getting hurt before Derrick Henry getting hurt, so he wanted to go to the Panthers first. Um, but yeah, there, there are some other ones out there that we still haven't, you know, they're technically, you know, free agents, so they're probably not going to be back. We don't know for sure if we're going to resign them or not. Anthony Ferkser, Michael Pruitt, uh, those are some names, Jayon Brown, Rashawn Evans. Um, here's one that's recently, you know, we're talking about the departures that have happened, but potential to happen, I would say Taylor Lewan's probably set now. He's yeah, he's, he's not going to be released. We're we're sticking with him. I would say if we, if we had released him, it definitely would have already happened. He'll be back. So yeah, and I think Robert had a pretty strong take on that. Being like that sets a tone for the team if yeah. you cut Taylor Lewan, mm-hmm. a guy that really wants to stay in Nashville. And uh, I mean, he's. I think he talked about restructuring his deal, which I don't think would have. Didn't he talk about that? Am I making yeah, that? Yeah, I think he really wants to stay in Nashville. I think there were rumors about that for sure, to where he would be willing to to restructure. And the thing is, so the 
the for those that don't understand the full timeline necessarily, the quote unquote legal tampering period opened yesterday around I think eleven central or noon eastern uh, or noon central. I'm not sure. Yesterday it opened. So when that opened, you were able to see a ton of players and and teams agreeing to terms, quote unquote, with certain players, and they technically you know haven't officially signed fully yet but once the new league year starts tomorrow on Wednesday then that like teams have to be under the cap they got to figure out the restructuring they got to figure out who they're cutting and everything and if we're going to restructure someone's contract like Taylor Lewan we're gonna have to do that before tomorrow if it's going to help us with the salary cap yeah you know the 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 space that we need which I believe he's about a Fourteen million dollar hit, I bl- and if we cut see. him, I think we'd own zero. So he'd be a zero cap hit, which not a lot of players have their deal structured where their last year is a zero dollar hit to the cap. So Taylor because they Luan, don't want to be cut like that. Taylor Lewan is a fourteen point six, fourteen point seven million dollar cap hit. Um, Tannehill's the most at thirty eight six. Yeah. But his dead cap is fifty-seven four. Yeah, that everyone and Lawan's you know, clearly zero, right? That. Lawan, it's like one point. It's about one point seven, one point oh. eight. But still, either way, that's very very low, and it's yeah. a, it puts him in a situation where he's very cuttable. Yeah, and then another player that has rumored to have talked about restructuring contracts to potentially, you know, stay and help out the team. Kevin Byard, he is a fifteen point eight million dollar cap hit. So. And he, if he's, if, you know, dead cap, 8.2. So clearly that. Which I think it's very exciting at the same time because only really good teams have players that are going, hey, I'll change my deal. Yeah. Bad strong teams culture, are, strong yeah. you know, environment. Bad teams, players are going, look, I'm not changing my deal. I'm here. I'm getting paid. I I'm doing what I want to do. We'll or get to that later. trade with, me later. Do whatever. We'll so get to that it's later very, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. So it's very exciting to see players being like, look, I'll I'll change whatever I need to change as long as it means keeping the guys that we know are good yep. and are worth staying here and bringing on other guys that we know that will help us get a championship. Yeah, definitely. Um, so another player that is a potential, uh, you know, maybe departure or restructure is Zach Cunningham. He yep. is the one that's zero, literally no dead cap pit. Yeah. So we dropped him. We don't owe him anything gone but which is scary he is 10.4 against the cap yeah the question is so obviously that was inherited from our waiver claim during the year which 100 percent worth it yeah definitely was definitely needed at the time and i think still we need to keep him for i mean i love zach cunningham i think that addition was awesome i think we could work on a long-term deal to where the cap hit would be less even though we might be paying him a little more. Yeah. Convert a signing bonus to, you know, convert some of that cap, the, the hit during Push the it, year to a signing bonus. Stuff the like can that. down the road a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, and he's, yeah. So that's kind of a, I don't know, that's kind of a name to look out for. That, or those are names to look out for still. We currently, as we are recording, we don't know about Zach Cunningham restructuring Taylor Lewan, restructuring Kevin Byard. You know, Rashawn Evans, Jayon Brown, Anthony Ferkser, Michael Pruitt, uh, guys like that. We we just aren't sure about yet. And, um, 
you never know what's going to happen. I mean, you can't put anything past John Robinson for what he's done as a GM of the Titans. And really, at this point, you know, I think most people love John Robinson with the Titans. So, yeah. And there can be complaints about him for what he does each year, but um, it's ridiculous what you see from random Titans fans just calling for his head because he's not signing Christian Kirk during the offseason. It's it's absolutely insane to me. I, I do agree, though, in the Zach Cunningham thing. It, it kind of sucks that he's in such a position to be cuttable because we've had him for such a short period of time, and in that short period of time, he has shown flashes of brilliance and back to his regular, you know, like elite self. Yeah. That him and David Long together is just a scary combination that we, I personally really want to watch next season. So yeah, for sure. For oh an entire gosh. season, if they can both stay healthy, they're both so dominant. It would be very fun to watch. I think Any? they would both be, not, I mean, linebacker, it's hard to be a household name, but to like be a well-known like football player name. Well, I mean, Keith Bullock was someone for the longest time that was household name for the Titans. So I definitely yep. think that, you know, linebackers, could when they make that big of an impact yeah you know so um any player that's getting a brian baldinger breakdown on twitter for how great of a player he is i want him on our team i'm just gonna be honest i want him on our team i want that man on my team um okay so now we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the players we added or now, kept or kept yes so Pet, i want to ask you about a certain player by the name of jim uh hold on by the name of Jamarco Jones. Oh, Jamarco. Do you know where he came from? I do. I don't know much about him, but I do know where he came from. Where did he come from? Seahawks. Came from the that Seahawks. That is about the most I know, and that he's an offensive lineman. He is basically going to be our swing tackle. Um, you know, he's – I don't think he would be the starting right tackle. He kind of just – he. I think he played every position for the Seahawks other than center. So he's able to go wherever. So um, got him for, uh, I believe, it looks like two-year, $5.8 million deal. So he's going to be the one to fill in every now and then. Uh, do you know who A.J. Moore is? Uh, he is a cornerback from the Texans. He is. Again, yeah. that is where my knowledge it's a, max out there. It's a one-year deal. He's supposedly a special teams guy. Okay. So basically like a... Uh, Matthias Farley, like we signed last year, or, or even Dane Crookshank. He's someone as well. We don't know. He's probably going to be gone. Mm-hmm. That was somebody we didn't touch on. We're good on safeties, but losing Dane Crookshank, he was great at co- uh, guarding, covering the tight end. So, yep. who knows? But so yeah, AJ Moore. Those are two guys that you may not know as Titans fans that we've we've signed. Um, but we also. I think the the massive news is that we re-signed Harold Landry. And what's hilarious is we didn't tag him. So all the Titans fans last week were thinking that we didn't tag Harold Landry and we're done for. We've lost this man. John Robinson's the worst. And then later that night we re-signed him to a five-year, $87.5 million contract. And tagging basically means they are average restricted like it makes them not a restricted free agent right it, so basically it means you can offer you can match someone's offer well when you franchise tag someone no you, it that's when they're the like that's when they're a restricted free agent 
um, or you'd use like a tender on someone. But the uh, franchise tag is you basically keep them for one more year and you pay them at the average price oh, that's of their right, position. That's right. I got that. So, for example, the right. Mike Gesicki, the tight end at the Dolphins, he was signed, he was franchise tagged. Yeah. And you signed that and he's been paid like $10 million yeah. a year. There's a whole the debate on franchise tagging Derrick Henry last year. That's right. Yeah. I was getting a mix. Well, up two with. years ago when we when we had to decide if we were going to sign him long term. So with Harold Landry, the thing was, if we had franchise tagged him, he would have been a hit against the books at eighteen million for the year, yep. which would have been definitely tough. So I think ultimately that's why we didn't want to do it. And per spot track that I'm looking on right now, his cap hit this year is five five million. So that's incredible to get him and to retain him i mean we keep that front four that mm-hmm. was that was so dominant so that's i think that's huge um and then another huge signing we had was we kept ben jones our center who has been a top eight center probably in the league since he's been at the titans he's been he, he's a been great incredible. player he's been an amazing player he's been great for the locker room veteran presence tough I mean, guy i love absolutely ben tough He's he's the best, and he also signed a pretty favorable deal. Mm-hmm. Um, still, he's getting paid like a, a top center. Um, he signed a two year deal worth fourteen million. Only eight of it is guaranteed, um, and the cap hit for next year is three point four million. So pretty low. I mean, that's solid. Yeah, that's very solid. You get him at the, at the value. You know, he's he's an older guy in the league. He's fine. You know, he's he's made his money. He's not trying to be all you know, glamorous and get that deal. That's the kind of guy Ben Jones is. He's he's the best. He's a team first guy. And then in 2023, he's an $8.2 million cap hit, which is, you know, on the higher side. And then it looks like there's a void year in 2024 for $2.2 million. Uh, And I believe that's how we're able to make the cap hit lower this year. But the thing is he's getting signed, I think, on average, his pay is like 14th highest center in the league. So it, it, it's a great deal for the Titans because yeah. he is consistently above a top 10 center and we're paying him like a 14. So very team-friendly deal for us and how the cap hit is structured. You can even imagine if he's still playing well that 8.2 for 2023 getting kicked down to the next year too mm-hmm. if he wants to restructure. Definitely. If we really need it, which it's, we'll see. Yes. Another name, Nick Westbrook-Akina. We re-signed him to a one-year contract. Um, hopefully, we're not relying on him being our wide receiver three. Um, let's see. We have, like we said earlier, we re-signed Morgan, Morgan Cox to a one-year deal. Uh, restructured Brett Kern's contract, like I said. So, we kept Brett Kern. Um, let's see. We also, ah, golly, this freaking, this one kind of pisses me off. Freaking Jeff Swain, we have re-signed to a one-year contract. And at first, I think the number came out, and it was like, oh, this isn't isn't terrible. It's not too bad. But it's like a $3.4 million deal or something like that to where it it seems like it's a raise for him. Yeah. Which I get that he had his moments throughout the year, but he also had the moments throughout the year that were pissing me off. And – for those that have listened during the year, during the season, this guy, I don't know. He's 
he's more of a blocking tight end. He can catch a touchdown here and there. And he's going to have to keep doing some great things to make me not mad. As that's a blocking all, tight end, he didn't do a very good job at blocking. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah. There were multiple games. I think the, the game that I was most pissed at him was the Jets game. And let me tell you, it was atrocious. And the Seahawks game. Jeez, terrible the Seahawks game. First half. Yes. So um, I'm going to do a quick, let's, okay, nothing. I was going to do a little refresh. You never know when stuff's going to break while you're recording that. That's true. That's a good point. You never know. Um, so that's kind of all the major news for the Titans. I believe that's all we got uh, there. There's probably more stuff here and there, but that's all the big stuff that's happened currently. As for the league, there's a few things that we're going to talk about a little bit that uh, affect the Titans a little bit. I mean, we're not going to like go off talking about Tom Brady, you know, unretiring. Which and is huge news. It is huge news, absolutely. Aaron Rodgers, which we are talking about. I just said we're not. <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers staying at the Packers. And then Russell Wilson to the Broncos, which affects the Titans a little bit because now he's in the AFC, which... I think puts a little bit more, even added pressure now to Ryan Tannehill. 100%. Because he's now just getting, I mean, he is just, as an AFC quarterback, just getting pushed down, pushed the, down line. the line. I mean, yeah. going into last season, people were like, oh, maybe top three. Basically, it was like, he's right behind Josh Allen and Mahomes. Now we're like, he, may, he might not even be 10 in the AFC. And I don't even know if there's, there's only, what, 16 teams in the AFC? Like, he's, yeah. he's getting pretty low on the AFC side. But very, very competitive division right now. So, Yeah, and, um, and the, some of the main things we're going to talk about just around the league are in division, like something huge that happened last week. Carson Wentz was traded from the Colts. Um, a lot of people want to praise Chris Ballard for what he got from Carson, for Carson Wentz and getting rid of that contract, which, sure, that is great that the commanders took his contract, most of it, and they, you know, they got some picks out of it. So here's Stupid the deal. deal on their side. Stupid deal in Stupid. the first place to get Carson Wentz. They basically, I don't know. It's to me, it's don't don't praise the guy for him having to make up for something that he was an idiot for. Yeah, you know, we we criticized John Robinson when he got Isaiah Wilson. He, Chris Ballard deserves some criticism here. Um, and the, the Commanders basically get Carson Wentz, which is not that big of an improvement from Tyler Heineke. Mm-hmm. And the rumor is that the Colts are going for Jimmy G. And it's like, why didn't the commanders just go for Jimmy G? Yeah. For probably the same price. Yeah. I, I, it blows my mind that if that's how it works out, the Colts going for Jimmy G and they get it. Yeah. I just, it'll blow my mind that that's how that works out. So I, I don't know about you, Pettit, but one of the things that sticks out to me the most, uh, you know, in, in two different ways, the Jaguars signing Christian Kirk is it stands out to me in multiple ways because, one, it's within the division. The Jaguars, I mean, the Jaguars have signed, literally, they have signed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One of those was a, a man, Cam Robinson, who was already there before he, the franchise tagged him. But they are spending insane amount, an insane amount of money for players that, I mean, they're good, but they're not, It's it's almost like, the deals that John, you know, the, the deal that Johnny Smith got last year where he got mm-hmm. paid a ton, it's almost like they're giving a ton of money to players like Johnny Smith where it's like they might pan out, but it's not like they're elite. Yeah. 
but the, the reason why Christian Kirk stands out to me as a massive, you know, not only with the Jaguars, but also they're supposedly paying him like $20, 21000000 million a year. A year for a We're, guy that's never had a thousand yard season. And he is now the third highest paid receiver. Yeah. In the NFL. It's absurd. Behind DeAndre Hopkins and our own Julio Jones. Now, it stands out to me because is that going to affect A.J. Brown for us re-signing him? We, we currently, A.J. Brown, because he was a second-round player, this is technically his last year with the Titans. So usually teams sign that player before, the, you know, before their last year. I mean, we got to re-sign A.J. Brown this offseason. Are we going to have to pay him the kind of money that they're paying Christian Kirk? That's uh, why it stands out to me so much. It's, it's insane to me. I'd like to think no. I think it does put pressure, and I think it will raise the price a little bit. But I think, it, again, maybe I'm being naive as a Titans fan, but I think a lot of the Titans like being Titans. So I think A.J. Brown is one of those players, and I think he would take a more friendly deal. And I think he sees, you know, Ben Jones taking a more favorable deal. You know, Kevin Byard trying to restructure his deal. He's seeing... uh Harold Landry taking a more friendly deal too. Just guys. Jayon Brown last year. Did you just say that? No, I didn't. Okay. But yeah, I think he sees that the guys on the Titans like being Titans, and are willing to take a little bit of a pay cut for that because it's still a lot of money either way you look at it. So in my mind, I like to think AJ would be like, you know what, I, I am that good, and I understand I could be paid like that, but it's not worth leaving to go to a Jaguars. Yeah. To. To get I, paid like that when he I, could do very well the Titans and just he consider, continue to be happy here. I do, I, think he's, I do think he's going to demand a lot. I agree. Um, but I see what you're saying. I, the other thing, too, that's so crazy. When I so say crazy, team friendly, I still think he's going to get paid a lot. I'm yeah. not saying, like, I just don't think he's going to get paid top five receiver money. Mm, I don't know. I think he might. Fingers crossed. I, we, yes, from the team side, we don't necessarily want that to happen, but – I want to do whatever we can to keep A.J. Brown. This guy, it's the, he's arguably the best, already the best drafted receiver the Titans have had in their oh, hands, franchise history. Hands down. Um, I mean, we got to retain a, a player like that. But the but question it could is... could be at the expense of Jeffrey Simmons. No, we would... But Jeffrey Simmons saying. is another player. We're That's definitely going to... Yeah, That's but, all I'm saying. They both have geez, to be paid next year. You're making year. it tough on me. I'm glad I'm not John Robinson. But... The other question is, are the Jags just doing this where they're just literally inflating a ton of um, players' values that are just not worth this? I mean, Zay Jones, a three-year deal, $24 million contract that has a max value of $30 million. Zay Jones. I'm not even entirely sure who that is. Yeah, where did he play last year? No idea. You can't even tell me. He played at the Raiders. I was going to guess the Lions, so I was wrong. Yeah. Um Speaking of the Lions, DJ Chark, former Jaguar, he signed with the Lions. Yeah. He was signed for one year, $10 million. If you are, say you're a team, you're looking for a receiver, do you want DJ Chark for a year at $10 million or Christian Kirk for a year at twenty? I guess another thing worth noting is the salary cap went up $22 million this upcoming season. So that does play a role. And the Jacks have money to spend. Yeah. They have a ton of money. So they already had a ton of money to spend. So that does play a role in, you know, some of these numbers being higher than previous years. However, again, 
That doesn't give you an excuse to overpay players. Just yeah. a ridiculous oh. amount. And they, but they, it does give us maybe more flexibility if we to pay AJ Brown or Jeff Simmons and maybe kind of see how the salary cap yeah, plays out for this year and next year and kind of how yeah. we can balance that. And I mean, with all those new TV deals, it's it's definitely set to keep going up. Um, some other notable things: the Colts have so much money right now because of Carson Wentz leaving. They've only re-signed Mo Cox, uh, and then they got. Brandon Faison, who actually, I think he was a corner from like the Raiders or something. Um, yep. That's actually a pretty good signing. I didn't notice that till now. The Texans are, I mean, they're doing a lot of moves again as well, but a lot of these are re signing players. Just um, dumb because they weren't good. Yeah. And uh, they did the same thing last year where they signed a bunch of players that were all mediocre and were ended up not being good. That's true. So their strategy is not not working very well. Yeah, and and they have Davis Mills is obviously their guy. Terod Taylor actually signed with the Giants today, so that's that's an interesting one. Here's another thing about the Texans though: Deshaun Watson. Where do you think he's going to end up? Because there there was last week the rulings came out. He was uh, the jury said that I think they said he was not guilty, and so they're not moving forward with the charges. Basically, I'm not sure exactly what the specifics. I don't want to get into those, but essentially they're going to trade Deshaun Watson. But he has a no-trade clause, so he has to decide where he's going to go by waiving the no-trade clause to go there. So um, there's been rumors about the Falcons. There's been rumors about the Saints, uh, Panthers. The Colts tried to reach out to the Texans, but the Texans said, no, we're not taking any of your offers. And then the Browns. Now, if the Browns get Deshaun Watson, there's another quarterback that Ryan Tannehill just gets moved down below on the line of quarterbacks in the AFC. So, yeah, things have, things have been happening the past few days. The interesting thing is that the Titans haven't really been a splash so far. And it's a little different. We were a little spoiled last year. We got Nico Autry. We got Bud Dupree in the first couple days. Um, but I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? There's still some names out there. Allen Robinson's still available. Juju Smith-Schuster has been kind of linked potentially to the Titans. Um, I'm trying to think of other names. There's Teron Armstead, the tackle, Von Miller, uh, Chandler Jones. The Von Miller one might be squandered a little bit with us signing Harold Landry. Oh, definitely. No, I'm just stating some names that are kind of coming to mind. But, yes, I just Googled it, and Deshaun Watson – Grand jury came out and said he was not guilty. Was not guilty. Okay. So that's why. But I think they're still potentially waiting on what the NFL is going to rule. You know, they might suspend him for a game or two or something like that. But, um, yeah, I I will say, so Pettit, with what we've done so far and, you know, re-signed some guys and uh, haven't been as active, I guess, how do you feel like – do you feel like this has kind of changed your thought going into the draft? Is is there a certain position you're definitely thinking we need to get now? Is there a certain position you've stood by, like we've had to take this regardless? Who who is somewhat you know just a position? I we'll get into the draft later. Yeah, uh, and I know you know specifics of the draft we don't necessarily do, but um, I just didn't know if so far what we've experienced 
where we kind of going I think uh, in the draft. So far, every move we've done has been fairly expected. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been any even, huge shocker. Even the releases. Yeah. I mean, they're, they've all come in, like, you can see why they did them kind of thing. So there hasn't been this crazy move that we've done where I was like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Um, I do think we're not going to make too many big moves. I think a move I would like to see is an offensive lineman that we get either in a trade or a free agent. That's, I think we need at least somebody that's played in the NFL. Sorry about that. But I do think a lot of our players are going to come from the draft, and I think it's going to come – our current needs are offensive linemen. I think we need multiple of them yeah. right now. I think we need another linebacker to kind of, if assuming Rashawn Evans doesn't get signed, which we all are kind of hoping he doesn't, and Jalen Brown. So I think we need another linebacker for depth, and then I think we'll need a tight end. So yeah. those are the three and receiver too. Yeah, I think receiver kind of comes last on those three positions. Really? Yeah. I think if you think still trust Julio... Top, I think a, a receiver is a, a top need. Well, this is where we disagree. I mean, we saw it last year, Pettit. This is where we disagree. We don't need Westbrook Akina being our number three receiver. I agree, but I also think that could just be another draft pick or a guy that you might... Whoever becomes a free agent. Oh, and a couple guys, Chester Rogers and Marcus Johnson, we don't know about them yet. Yeah, that's We true. don't know if they... Marcus if Johnson is the guy we're hoping comes back. But oh, I hope so. Yeah, I guess, okay, I'll just say it. Those are the four positions we need. There's a wide receiver, we need a tight end, we need offensive linemen, and we need a linebacker. Which, for those being our only needs, I'm pretty excited. Because I uh, felt we like have, last year we were we naming... Have Racy McMath. We're good on receiver. <laughs> uh, last year I felt like we named almost every position. We were like on defense. We were like, we need a corner, we need safety, we need a linebacker, we need a defensive lineman, and yeah, we true. need a new tight end, and we need... Offensive linemen and more receivers. It was okay. This year, it's looking pretty good. I think we have a good core team, and we're just looking to add in a few more players to almost just do their role. They don't even have to be stars. Yeah, I, I will say, um, I still stand by that. You know, my my draft uh, needs kind of. I don't think they've necessarily changed. They've just become more evident. Like, I yeah. I thought we needed a receiver 100%. I thought we needed a lineman for sure. I thought we needed to draft a tight end. I will say. I will say almost all these needs were things that we were, like, begging for last year. It seems we still have the issues with them. Yeah, well, the tight end position we kind of thought we were going to solve with Anthony Ferkser last year. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, we need a tight end, but Ferkser's the guy. So we probably are good. Uh, now we obviously know that's not the case. Um, there is a tight end, though, I want to bring up. Briley Moore is a tight end undrafted free agent that we signed last year from Kansas State. He was doing pretty well in camp, was doing okay, and then he tore his ACL and was out for the year. That's a name to look out for, I'm just saying, going into next year. I'll keep it in the back of my mind. Potentially, maybe, maybe we're confident in him. I feel like every now and then there are those players on the Titans where the fans have no idea the the magnitude they're going to have on the team. But John Robinson definitely knows, and he's the one that, like, you know, we just got to trust him with it. And maybe Briley Moore is one of those guys. You never know. Um, but, yeah, I think receiver, lineman. Uh, I do agree with linebacker. I think that is more just a depth need as opposed to, like, a starting need. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if an early round uh, 
on a linebacker is is needed. Which to go through the draft picks, we have a first round. We don't have a second round because we traded it for Julio. For Julio. We have a third round. We have our regular fourth and our compensatory fourth. And then we have a do we have a fifth? No. We don't have a fifth. And then we have two sixths, a regular and a compensatory. I didn't know we So we have seven why total. Don't we have a, why don't we have a fifth? I honestly don't remember. And then we don't have a seventh because we also traded that to get rid of Isaiah Wilson, which Jeez thank Louise. goodness. That is just it's it's gonna No, we do a fifth. Us. Sorry, we do a fifth. It's gonna haunt us forever. We it's do gonna a fifth. be that Isaiah Wilson. Golly, he's just But uh, that is currently where the Titans stand, and there'll be a lot more news going forward. I'm looking forward to it. All right, well that's that was it so far uh of um what's happened. And some speculation. A little speculation. We definitely will talk more and like we said, we'll give the players their tributes for uh not being Titans anymore. But uh keep your eyes and ears out for just everything happening in the NFL. It's kind of crazy right now. There honestly in the last week has been insane amount of news and just a ton of stuff happening. So you never know. Got to keep your head on a swivel. And, uh, yeah, it's the off season. You never know when something's going to happen, especially with John Robinson and Mike Brabel at the helm. Have a, yourself a prime time Titan week. Oh, we're going all the way to week. All the way. Week, weekend, go Vols, SEC tournament champs. SEC tournament champs. We most dis- definitely should have mentioned most, that Most uh, underrated three seed. <laughs> trying to, I don't know if I worded that correctly, but they should be a two seed or a one seed. <laughs> Most disrespected. Disrespected. Yeah. So yeah, there we have it. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. We thank y'all. <laughs>